If you want to know how not to grow your business, learn from a couple of the mistakes Eddie and I have made, then you are going to want to turn into this week's podcast. In addition to learning a couple of quick things that you can do immediately to turn your business around. Hello and welcome to the Wealthy Entrepreneur Podcast. This is a space where Eddie and I get real on everything health, wealth, and relationships and share the down and dirty details on how we went from working 12-hour days and multiple jobs to six-figure months working our famous four hours a day, four days a week. The Wealthy Entrepreneur is our real talk, the unedited version of us sharing the struggles, the successes, and tips and tricks on how we did it, how we created wealth. So if you like real, you want to be motivated and you want to leave a podcast with simple things you can implement into your life, hit subscribe and listen in as we tell our story and the stories of others living their wealthiest lives. Here we go. If you're cheap, no one expects you to be good. And if you are good, nobody expects you to be cheap. Ooh, I know. Okay. I'm Allie. And I'm Eddie. And welcome to the Wealthy Entrepreneur, episode two of our podcast. Yes. Can't believe it's been a week already. Those, what? It's been a week already. A week? Holy I know. smokes. I know. Time flies by. They say time flies when you're having fun, yeah. but I think time just flies. Yeah. And not to- You know what? We don't keep track of time anyway, me and you, our days. No, we don't, but- It's not really important, especially if you're just killing it in life. You just want Ooh, it to last just killing it in life. Okay. But let's get to the point on why we are on here today. We started with this big, bold message about being cheap or about being good, right? And we want to talk today about the two big, bad ways to race your business right to the bottom. To the bottom. Yes. To the floor. Number one, prices. I guess you could have guessed that with our opening statement, right? Yeah. I, I think, yeah, that's right. You get desperate and then you want to slash prices and you, you offer deals and yeah, and I don't even think it's desperate. I sales. think we're com- we're comparing ourselves to the marketplace. We are working with industry standards. Oh, my industry standards sells a service by the hour. Mm-hmm. Sure, I'll sell a service by the hour. Oh, I'm brand new to the industry, so I can only sell for this much because I'm not worth it yet. Or, you know, yeah. so-and-so told me, what? You charge that much? Yeah. Who would ever pay for that? Actually, I've had a client, not a client, but someone inquired, well, you know what? This certain fitness company offers this. Why don't you offer the same? Because we're, we're not, not the, the same, same, right? So number one thing, and we're going to flush these both out, is pricing. Pricing is killing a, any any fee-for-service business. Pricing, number one, race to the bottom. Number two, do you know what it is? I can't remember. Ads. Ads. Or marketing. Mark. Well, yes, yes, but it's not the marketing that's killing. Uh, uh, it uh, is ads and paying in the beginning for marketing and i'm not saying there isn't value in paid marketing uh value in um growing your outreach there of course there's absolute value but when you are a fee-for-service entrepreneur and you are still struggling to attract a steady stream of clients or you have a steady stream of clients but not the kind of clients you want to work with then ads is absolutely in par with pricing in the sense of your race to the bottom but let's start with pricing because pricing, you know, it is actually funny. I said to Ed, when we were talking about what we wanted to speak to today saying, you know, what are some funny stories that we've had um, about pricing when we used to sell 
time for money and essentially yeah, I, selling ourselves. Because yeah. if you're selling time for money, you're selling yourself instead of a result. And that we'll talk about it later. And I said, I couldn't find anything funny. Yeah. And that's just it. We <laughs> it was started... all depressing, actually. <laughs> yes. I was we... like, that's a good question because I can't find one thing funny about that. Yeah. It was actually. It was a period in our business that we thought we were doing well, I'm not going to lie. We thought we were doing well, but there was nothing funny about it. We had cancellations yeah. constantly Constantly. late shows. We had people who said, I'll bring your money next service appointment. Or when they would come, they'd say, Hey, things are a little tight right now. I'll bring it next month. Hold on. We're getting a couple of those. Isn't this our business too? (laughs) Right. It's our business. You are struggling with money, but hey, and then you become a, and then you become a debt entrepreneur. <laughs> we're entrepreneurs. We're running our own business. You're working for I don't know the government or whoever, and we need to hold on, right? Yeah. So pricing. So what did we do though? What did we do when we came to the market? And I take full ownership of that. We devalued us. So of course, other of course. people are going to devalue us. We cut our prices. Mm-hmm. We said, oh, it's Christmas. Oh, it's New Year's. Oh, it's Mother's yeah. Day. Um, we did all of these things. That we thought was right. That we thought was right. Again, I'm not going to like slap our hands too hard yeah. in hindsight. Well, we had to learn this way to get to where we are. Yes. So. And we constantly slashed our prices, constantly gave a deal of the day. Oh, so-and-so recommended you. Oh, sure. I'll give you, you know, whatever deal. And it wasn't serving us. So why were people struggling to pay us? Because we were struggling to hold our own value. That's right. Of course, people are going to struggle to pay us. So when I asked that, hey, what's some funny stories about <laughs> when we used to charge by the hour or a bundle by the hour? He said, at first he said, oh, yeah, okay. Uh, uh, actually, <laughs> nothing. There was nothing funny about it. As you think about it, I'm like, oh, that's a great question because not like I'm not coming up with anything. And it's all been pretty, I don't know, not the way you want to run the business that way. Yeah. And it's just, it, that's obviously it's more stress for you. And it just mm-hmm. creates a lot of problems. Yeah. And again, in reflection, now that we are where we are, all of the clients that we've helped and worked with over the years, building now successful businesses as service-based entrepreneurs mm-hmm. without selling time for money, we can absolutely clearly see that pricing. And then of course, ads we'll talk about shortly yeah. are the two ways on the race to the bottom. Race and, to the bottom. Yeah. And the race you want to be in. No, it's really not. But again, our belief system, every single one of our belief systems is based off of yesterday's experiences we only have information on things that we have experienced and or read about and or been told from yesterday so when we are in an industry that is primarily structured in one way of working we first believe without even experiencing anything, we first believe that that is the only way of working. Secondly, when we set this magical price, and let's just use like $100 an hour, right? Let's just use a simple number. When we first set a price then and say, okay, you know what, I'm going to come out, I'm going to do this, I'm going to be $100 an hour. And then someone- And I remember feeling stressed about saying 100 bucks an hour. Right? I was like, oh my gosh, who's going to buy that? Who's going to- Yeah. So- who, and totally, right? Because yeah. you're already struggling. Like, oh my gosh. And then you're already a bit insecure about it. And then your mom says, Yeah, someone's going to pay you that much. <laughs> what? I know. It's just like, what? Oh, I don't know. I think so. Or somebody comes in and says, Oh, I used to pay yeah. $50. 
right? So we get in this race to the bottom and, and our belief system is now based in the experiences we're having. So it's based in the experience that our industry says we should cost this much. Mm-hmm. Again, industry is ass backwards. The industry says I should cost this much. And then we're already a little bit insecure. We're already looking when, let me back up. When we are insecure, we instantly go to find ways to validate our insecurity, right? Human beings don't go validate what they don't believe. Human beings go out to validate what they do believe. So we're validating incorrect information. And then we're building a very stressful business and we're building in a very stressful business model. So when you're again validating all of these points when someone's telling you you're not worth it, then, oh my gosh, all of a sudden someone says, well, aren't you new to the industry? Shouldn't you be less? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I'd say too, like if you're new or old, it doesn't matter. It's a result you it's get. It's a result. That's right? right. So we're validating beliefs and the beliefs are not serving. So now we have a price that maybe... <laughs> of your market even pays your full price because you are so busy giving deals, slashing costs, trying to do it. Giving freebies. Yeah. So, and, and affirming to the marketplace that you aren't worth it. Right. So you expect to be this like micro celebrity of your industry, the go-to person that transforms bodies, lives, homes, whatever dogs, energy, I don't know, whatever you do you're going to the market already sharing with people by validating that you are not worth the investment because you are also trying to sell yourself. And with pricing by the hour, I'm not going to dive too much into this. We are going to talk about this in a podcast in the coming weeks. But when you are pricing something by the hour, you are essentially selling yourselves. So it is hard to validate your own worth. I mean, we should be able to, we should be able to say I'm priceless, but we don't. Okay. So validating our own worth is very difficult. And we are able to get pushback from that because people are saying, I don't know if you're worth it. Right. People saying, I don't know if you're worth it. Where if you are selling a result, asking somebody to then invest into a result, they need to decide if they are worth it because you're not out of the equation, right? You are just the conduit. You are the, um, the roadmap. You're someone who's experienced a success in a certain area before someone who can lead them to it. But investing in a result means somebody needs to decide if they're worth it. That's right. You are now out of the equation. That's right. You're totally out of the equation, which removes you from the fee for service race to the bottom nightmare that so many of the industries are currently in um and you know what if the model worked and i'm going to refer to health and fitness industry especially right now if the model worked by charging an hour we wouldn't see so many people on this up and down roller coaster of health because it it doesn't work right people are investing these little bits of money because they're investing into you and not the results so they're actually not experiencing longevity in, Mm -hmm. in the results that they're wanting to experience. Okay. Um, so when we're looking again at pricing, we want to be able to, to step back from 
the hourly system. We want to be able to remove ourselves from the equation and connect to the big problem you solve. Again, I'm going to pin that. So we're going to talk about it a little bit more. We might even talk about it a little bit at the end of today's podcast. But I want to make sure we are diving into number two. Sorry, did you have something to say about pricing? I was just going to say we should dive into number two. Yeah, number two. It just kind of brings me back to this one story where where um um there's a gym out here where we live. Well, not here, but on the Lower Mana, and it's like two hundred fifty dollars a month. And then there's a gym that it not me, but I've seen like like eighteen, sixteen dollars a month. And then you think like, wow, why would anybody spend like two hundred fifty dollars a month at this gym? And you look, and then you take a peek inside that gym. That gym is packed, packed with like. Like there's people paying for these prices to even train and just to be in that facility and it's what the facility offers and what it, what results you're in there with other, just other people that are um, looking to achieve. Yeah. But I think again, and with what you're saying there, it's a really good point. It's like, you can look at the, a gym or a person or whatever it is. You can look at a purse. One is this price and one is this price. It's like, well, why would I pay the $250 a month gym when I can pay the $18 a month gym? But the fact of the matter is the $250 gym is not selling a gym. It's selling an experience. It's selling an outcome. It's selling greater than some equipment in a room. And that's really what it's doing. And people who go there, yes, they're working out the same as the other person's working out, but they are in an experience instead of getting in and out of this environment yeah right and what's also really interesting about that is the people and this is a fact truth like hard go check it out the (laughs) the person who pays the 250 dollar a month for the gym or even the fifty thousand dollar a month for the gym pays up front and in full the person who's paying the 18 dollars is looking for the payment plan is looking for the deal is missing and i'm not saying they didn't have no there's no, there's no month. They make you pay yeah. up front. There's yeah. no monthly payments to this gym. Because it's an experience. And yeah. there's a lineup of people waiting to get into it. It's again, there's two purses, right? One purse is $10,000 and one purse is, is $10. The $10,000 purse never goes on sale, but never. the $10 purse Ever. is. And it's because value, what, how value has been associated with the two things. Totally. And no. Sorry, I was gonna say like check out the retail stores. Those stores know like the big high-end ones, yeah. you know, Gucci, Louis Vuitton, all those, they don't have sales. No, they will never have sales, and people still buy because they know their value. Yeah. And I mean, we are talking about product now when what we really want to be experience talking about is you know that fee for service and talking about um, you know, selling is selling an hour versus mm-hmm. selling a result. But there's that's still such a perfect example yeah. because we see it constantly in the market. And this actually leads us really well into this next point, which is ads and marketing, because the reason one can attract clients so easily and the other one is a model of, you know, instant gratification or a quick fix or just enough to tick a box is goes to the message behind it and what you are selling. And, you know, personal trainers, coaches, um, even I said, like any other industry that is currently selling their time for money experiences this when they're trying to help the masses Mm -hmm. instead of help 
solve a big problem for a very specific person. Um, but ads, ads, ads was actually my first, excuse the language, ass kicking. It was. But ads, we had to try it. We, we to, did have to yeah. try it. But what ads does, so if you have a hundred followers and nobody's interested in what you're doing, paying for ads means now you've got a hundred thousand people still not interested in what you're doing. <laughs> So ads come in at the wrong time for the vast majority of people. They think I'm not attracting clients. I need to pay for ads. I need to do promotions. I need to do all this or that. When the fact is you're only highlighting what's not working and spending money that you need because your business is not flowing on ads that are not going to serve your business. So, I mean, if we're going to go back to when I said to Ed, do you have a funny story? Um, about pricing and he's like uh, actually no it's not funny I'm thinking of ads and do I have a funny story about ads I mean it's funny <laughs> but it was again in the moment it actually made me cry a couple times <laughs> it did because we decided back in the day we're not attracting enough of the clients that we want like and i'm sure you people out there you guys are doing it you guys are doing it right now same thing yeah and you know what not enough people are following and coming to us like we're getting a lot of our business was really on word of mouth at that time which is great don't get me wrong but if you want to build more of a brand and outreach and for us we had a goal of reaching other countries you you know we thought oh it's not working because we're not paying for ads but again, all ads did was highlighted what wasn't working. Our message was not tuned in enough to attract the right clients. Yeah. So it was when, actually bringing in like negative, negative oh stuff, like negative comments, negative. It was just like, yeah. what the heck? So all of a sudden we decide, okay, <laughs> let's pay for ads. It's going to be yeah. so great. Oh, going to brace ourselves for all of the success that's going to come our way because we put in a big ad campaign. We are like $10,000 a month. <laughs> let's go. Let's do this. But all it did was again, highlight what wasn't working for us. Yeah. And I didn't get too many mean messages, but we, I ended up getting like, yeah, all the women haters yeah. <laughs> and I got inundated with messages so that I'd wake up in the morning and it's like, you know, I was like, who cares? Like, but again, it yeah. highlighted what we were doing wrong. I would yeah. get messages like, you know, I have more luck selling myself than my service. Like, <laughs> yeah. like we can kind of laugh, but it wasn't that funny at the time. It brought tears to my eyes. And I wanted to hunt them down. Yeah. But we had to actually step back and we had to look at, okay, we weren't receiving or generating the client attraction that we desired um, when we had, you know, just our organic reach at this time. So we thought, okay, let's, let's do this ad campaign. Let's, you know, the more money we spend, the better it will be. $10,000 should generate $50,000. Yes. Like so good. And then, you know, oh, then it's the first month. It's not working yet. Let's go. Let's do this for five months. Like, so for, I think we actually pulled the plug up four months, maybe even was five months. I don't know, but we got our butts handed to us on that one. And it was only our own fault because we decided at that moment that, you know, ads were our problem but like i say to everybody 
sales is not your problem because we went into that for more sales. Sales was not our problem. Marketing was our problem. So ads only highlighted that our marketing message was not connecting. Yeah. Right. Period. Um, and whether you are someone who like jumped off the cliff and spent, you know, big amounts of money into your ads, or you're someone who's spending, you know, $10 to $100 on your Facebook or Instagram ads, if your marketing message isn't clear, yeah. you are going to fall off that cliff and have to climb your way back out. That's what we did. If you survive that fall. If you, yeah, you know what, that's true too. If you survive <laughs> that you fall. survive that fall. I mean, we're also, again, fee-for-service entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, mm -hmm. or small businesses, you know, it takes a lot of heart to get going. It takes a lot of grit yes. and determination and personal belief because totally personal belief. Yeah. yeah. Because everybody around you, and I'm not saying trying to speak negatively on our friends and family, our friends and family are trying to protect us, but everybody around us is telling us, you know, oh, just stay, you had a great job at that corporate company. Just stay there. It's so good for you. Yeah. Right. And you know your heart is got a bigger purpose, a bigger mission. And so it's already hard. And then when you are investing into things, or in this case, it's not investment, it's a cost. When you are paying for things that are not generating greater income, client attraction, building your brand, it's you don't have the support to recover from that. Um, and it's an ass kicking, which is why we really wanted to come on here today and, and share the two things not not to do, to, do. to build your <laughs> business. Do not do those two things. Um, but with that being said, we always want to leave these conversations, leave this podcast with also things to do, right? It's not just the heavy, it's not just the negative. Um, I would love to hear some of your comments on pricing, on deals of the day, on, you know, the race to the bottom in that model. Also would love to hear some of your experiences with marketing and ads. And because I think we need to start having more real conversations about what it takes and what it doesn't take yeah. to grow your business. Um, we all want the quick fix, right? Even though we're offering a solution to somebody, we internally still look for the quick fix to solve our business problems and the quick fix it might bandage it for about a minute if you're lucky really really lucky but for the most part again you're on the race to the bottom yeah and we want to really share from our own experiences what not to do but also again we want to turn this right now and talk about a couple things to do yeah so when we're looking at pricing you've heard us refer a few times to you know, for fee for service, for selling by the hour versus selling a result. And the number one thing to turn that around is to get crystal clear on the mm -hmm. one to start with big problem that you solve for your clients. Okay. You hear it's a cliche word. We hear it all over the market, but it is the most important word you need to actually focus on. And that's niche. The minute you try to be everything to everybody, you are nothing to no one. Yeah. Period. You need to understand who you solve a big problem for. And the more curated, specific, grinded down to that you are, the easier pricing, or first actually, the easier to create a program that solves that big problem, pricing it and marketing will become. Um, doctors, I'm just going to use an example for them because they're the... I mean, your GP, 
you can usually, I mean, today's a little harder, but GP, you can get an appointment within the week, right? You should be able to get an appointment within the week, the very least a phone call from your GP. GPs make X amount of dollars in comparison to the specialist. If you are trying to get into a specialist, I can almost guarantee you you're waiting a minimum of six months, yeah. right? And that's if you're lucky. And the cost for the specialist is double, triple, in many cases, 10x the GP. Both, you know, play their role, both are valuable, all that. But if you are looking again to build a profitable, successful business where you are the micro celebrity of your industry, the go-to person, you need to know who the person is that you help and what big problem you solve for them. Because from there, you can create one program to start, it can flush out, okay? One results-based program to solve that big problem. And this can cross over industries, right? It's not just for, you know, the coaching world. Not just for the PT world. No. Not for just a fitness or- We um, help a construction company as well. And, you know, it's getting clear. Sure, you can build anything, but they want to build um, net zero homes. That's right. And they want to build not just net zero homes, because that's still broad. It's affordable net zero homes, not just affordable net zero homes. They want to build affordable net zero homes for young families, yeah. right? So it's niche, 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 niche. And that's what all of us need to do. We need to start breaking down. If we want to have more clients, we need to have less of a demographic. Seems crazy. It's 100% true. So good that yeah. way. Um, because when you've done that again, now you get to price a result. And I referred to it at the beginning of the call. Somebody will need to decide if they are worth it, mm -hmm. if they are worth whatever investment amount you put to your program and service, instead of you're worth it. You, they need to decide if you're worth it, if you are selling by the hour. It's not going to work. It's going to be difficult. People are always going to cancel. Oh, you yeah. are always going to ask be asked for deals. Constant. Yeah. Or you might not even get paid. Yeah, you might not even get paid at all. And that's another embarrassing true story that we've it's experienced. Happened. It's happened. Yeah. But it's it's a it's something that happened and we learn from it. Totally. And it's also why we do what we do today. Yeah. Okay. So again, I want to focus on that. So it's niche, yeah. then it's creating one program right? That solves that problem. Then it's pricing. Pricing is the next thing. But now we're going to go over to marketing because we just talked about, we talked about trying to build a bigger reach. Um, and you are doing that because you want sales, but the problem is your marketing is the problem, not your sales. Should you have a script and a flow in your sales process? Yes, but you're not even there yet. <laughs> you're not there yet. We need to curate your marketing message. From a marketing message, then absolutely you can do ads. If you've got clients coming in and you want to expand that, 100%. But marketing or sales will always feel hard when marketing is not reaching your demographic, yeah. reaching your person. And you need to build no, like, and trust. No like and trust are have to be in place for you to easily attract your perfect yeah. client. Um, 
And we'll go through a couple key points here, a couple key things you can take away because to build, know, like you got to show up consistently. You have to be like dog with a bone, show up, know who you help. Don't veer from that. Don't worry when nobody likes your stuff because it doesn't matter. More people matter. watch than like, yeah. okay? And usually the likers aren't the buyers, yeah. right? <laughs> they aren't. It's right? true. Yeah. It's like you get people in the background. It's like, oh my gosh, I've been watching you for years. And you're like, you have? Yeah. I always check who's following me. I've never seen you. Yeah. Right. Um, no like and trust is super important. So it's showing up consistently. It's being you. Yeah. You never ever know who's watching. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. like I said, like Ali, what Ali says, you don't get a lot of likes on uh on um a post. But you know how many people have actually seen that post? Yeah. And that only hurts your ego, not your yeah. business. It doesn't hurt your business, only hurts your ego. So let that one go. Just, show because up. just because they're looking at your post doesn't mean they have to like your post, but they probably like it, but who cares? Yeah. You know what I mean? Just it only takes out one or two. But you know what? Like, I'll even say you've been more guilty than that than me over yeah. the years, too. Yeah. It's like, I want to be liked. Yeah. I want people of liked. course. <laughs> want people but I'm not myself. hurt. My feelings aren't hurt if no one likes. But yeah. It is what it is. And the, the main thing is you got to show up being you. Totally. Um, so again, we really want to look at those key things. We want to look at, do are you showing up consistently, right? Are you sharing to your niche market? Are you um, giving value? This is a huge thing. We want to be able to give value. Mm. And there is a fine line. And we're not going to, again, spend much time on it today. But stay tuned for other podcasts. Podcast, subscribe. Yeah because we are going to talk about how to market in a lot more detail um but give value but also give offers mm -hmm. because people don't know how to work with you believe it or not unless you tell them okay so get really good at your marketing you know if start testing different styles stay authentic to yourself show up and share the big problem you solve if trust is built when you are showing the outcome of the the outcome of solving that big problem, right? Eddie and I show up as a couple that is living the lifestyle of having a successful business, right? That's what we share more than we share tips and tricks and all that kind of stuff. Why do we share that more? Because that's what's going to build trust. We're doing it too. We are doing it too. So there's a certain trust there. This, our, this was our main goal to begin with. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it is. But if we're not showing it and yeah. we're just, if we're talking about building a business where you only need to work four hours a day and you can make multi-six figure months, but we're only showing ourselves like grinding and working hard and behind a desk and never showing what we're doing and how we're living, then it's going to be really hard to trust us. If you're a personal trainer and you're only showing like you're counting reps for somebody or you're a builder that's only showing, you know, I don't even know what they show, but you know my point. Hammer. <laughs> if you're only showing that, then people aren't resonating with you. Um, actually, I'll use the builders that we work with as an example for this because we've been really building their marketing plan. And it's like you build affordable um, green homes right? Net zero homes. Yep. Um, and so if they're only showing themselves 
building, like hammering, like Ed said, that's not going to resonate. If they're showing themselves living as a young family in net zero and the benefits that that has to their family, guess what? Trust is built, yeah. right? Because now you're getting to know who they, they are. You're, they're getting to like them and you're trusting them because they're doing it too. It is from this place, from this point that then you can start going into some ads or expanding and building your market because yeah, you do want to build your market. Absolutely. Especially if your vision or your goal is, you know, greater outreach. Yeah, Eddie you want and, your people to trust you. Yeah. Eddie and I, big part of our, our business plan was travel. We really want to travel more. So how do you travel more within your business? You find clients in other countries, right? So <laughs> Wait. Yeah. So again, there there's value to ads, but they have to come at the right time. And in many cases, they actually don't need to come at all. If you are really tuned into organic marketing and really growing in your authenticity and your message. So do you remember what the race to the bottom was? Pricing mm -hmm. ads. How do you turn that around? Niche program pricing, marketing. And from those four things, guess what happens? Sales. Sales come in fluidly. Sales come in consistently. And you work with a quality of client that you have never experienced before. You work with clients who invest in the result they want yeah. and trust in the leadership you provide. And that is the game changing For sure. That advice. Was for us, totally yeah. game changing. Yeah, it is absolutely game changing. So how we want to leave today again, please subscribe. We're going to have these conversations. I don't even know how long we were on here today. Does it even say? I don't even know. It doesn't matter. But we want these, our podcast to run about 30 minutes each time. We really want to walk through some of the things we've done. We really want to give you some tips and tricks, but we also want to hear from you. What are some questions, of your- Questions, any yeah, questions. What are your takeaways from what we are sharing? What experiences have you had? Because the more we can start connecting and growing as a community, we're not in competition. Yeah. We're on this quest. We're all on this quest. And for us, we're on a quest to build- wealthy entrepreneurs. Yes. W-E-L-L, -L, if you haven't caught on already, we are on a quest to build wealthy entrepreneurs. So please subscribe, please share, please talk to us about what's going on in your business. Maybe we'll work together, maybe we won't, but again, we're all on this journey and our success is to see you totally. experiencing your wealthiest life. Yes. So thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for hanging in there and thanks for tuning in. Talk to you soon, bye. Thank you for joining the Wealthy Entrepreneur Podcast. Eddie and I love having you and love going on this journey with you. Don't forget to hit subscribe and don't forget to send us in any questions or topics of conversation you'd like to address. Remember, nothing is off limits and everything is all about building business and creating the lifestyle of our dreams.